ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد so carrying on with some of the duas that a person can read before going to sleep inna min ad-da'wat al-mubarakah allati kana yuhafidu alayha rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam indama ya'wi ila firashihi liyanam so from the blessed duas that the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam used to guard over meaning that he used to read regularly when going to his bed to sleep is one of the duas that is reported in sahih muslim from the hadith of anas ibn malik radiyallahu anhu أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم كان إذا أوى إلى فراشه قال that the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم when he went to bed he would say الحمد لله الذي أطعمنا وسقانا وكفانا وآوانا فَكَمْ مِمَّنْ لَا كَافِيَ لَهُ وَلَا مُؤْوِي He used to say, all praise is to Allah, the one who has fed us and given us drink, and the one who suffices us and has given us this home and place to live. Because how many people are there out there who have nobody to suffice them and nobody to give them somewhere to go? So that is a dua that the Prophet ﷺ used to say every night thanking Allah before going to sleep. وَهَذَا الدُّعَا فِيهِ تَذَكَّرُ كُرٌ مِنَ الْمُسْلِمِ عِنْدَمَا يُرِيدُ أَنْ يَنَامْ لِمَاضِي أَيَّامِهِ وَسَالِفْ أَوْقَاتِهِ وَمَا أَمَدَّهُ اللَّهُ فِيهَا مِنَ الْمَطْعَمْ وَالْمَشْرَبْ وَالْكِفَايَةِ وَالْإِيْوَاهِ This dua is a reminder. In this dua, there is a reminder for the Muslim. When the Muslim wants to go to sleep, he's about to go to sleep. This dua reminds him of the days that have gone by, of the past, and what Allah has given him about the food and the drink and a place to live. That Allah has given him all of these things. 
في حال وجود عدد من الناس منهم من لا يجد طعاما يشبعه ويغذيه أو شرابا يصد ظمأه ويرويه أو لباسا يستره ويواريه أو مسكنا يستكن فيه ويؤويه And when a Muslim reads this dua and remembers the blessings that Allah has given him and remembers the great virtue of Allah upon him that Allah has given him this food, has given him this drink, has given him a place to live he remembers all of these things and he remembers that there are some people out there who don't have these things. There are people who cannot find enough food to fulfill their hunger. There are people who cannot find enough drink to quench their thirst. There are people who do not have places to live or clothes to cover themselves with. بَلْ مِنْهُمْ مَنْ أَدْرَكَهُ حَتْفُهُ فِي مَجَاعَاتْ مُهْلِكَ وَقَحْطْ مَفْجِعَةً There are people out there who are in drought and in famine, no food and no drink. فَمَنْ أَكْرَمَهُ اللَّهُ بِالطَّعَامُ وَالشَّرَابُ وَمَنَّ عَلَيْهِ بِالْكِفَايَةِ وَالْإِيْوَاءِ يَجِبُ أَنْ يَسْتَشْعِرَ عِظَمَ نِعْمَةِ اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ وَكِبَرَ مِنَّتِهِ سُبْحَانَهُ So the fact that Allah has blessed you with food, blessed you with drink, blessed you with clothes, blessed you with homes, the fact that Allah has blessed you with all of these things and others have not been blessed with these things, then you need to be grateful to Allah and thankful to Allah. And whenever you get blessings from Allah, if you thank Allah for those blessings, that's how they carry on. You thank Allah for the blessings you've been given, and that is how they then carry on for you. Because Allah told us in the Quran, وَإِذْ تَأَذَّنَ رَبُّكُمْ لَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ that if you are thankful, Allah said in the Qur'an, if you are thankful and you are grateful, then Allah will increase you, will give you more if you are grateful and thankful to Him. وَلَئِن كَفَرْتُمْ إِنَّ عَذَابِي لَشَدِيدٌ But if you disbelieve, then the punishment of Allah will be severe. فَالشُّكْرُ مَعَهُ الْمَزِيدُ دَائِمًا وَأَبَدًا So when you thank Allah, that always brings more for you. 
If you sincerely thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you are sincerely grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the blessings you've been given, then that will bring you more blessings. وَلِذَا قِيلَ فَمَتَى لَمْ تَرَ حَالَكَ فِي مَزِيدٍ فَاسْتَقْبِلِ الشُّكْرِ That's why they say, whenever you find yourself in difficulty, whenever you find yourself in difficulty, you haven't got enough. You haven't got what you need. You don't have the food, the water, the house. You haven't got what you need enough. You find yourself in a difficult situation like that. Then what should you do? Be grateful to Allah and thank Allah for the blessings that you do have. Because if you are thankful to Allah for the blessings you do have, Allah will give you more blessings. So maybe if you don't have enough food or you don't have a good enough home, thank Allah for what you do have and Allah will increase you in the rest. أي فإنك إذا استقبلته كان المزيد حليفك. Because if you do, <coughs> if you do be grateful, then you'll have more promised to you from Allah. So here, that's what the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم used to do every night before going to sleep, remembering the blessings upon him, thanking Allah سبحانه وتعالى for them. So he would begin by saying, Alhamdulillahilladhi at'amana wa saqana. All praise be due to Allah, the one who has fed us and given us drink. He would say this to recognize the great blessings of Allah upon them. To recognize the great blessings of Allah upon them. And he would also say, وَكَفَانَا That Allah has sufficed us. What does it mean that Allah has sufficed us? Meaning, that Allah has kept the harmful things away from us. Allah has kept the harmful things away from us and Allah has protected us and also they say it means that Allah has fulfilled our needs Allah has given us our needs and then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam also used to say وَآوَانَا That Allah has given us a place to go back to, a place to sleep, a home, a residence. أَيْ هَيَّأَ لَنَا مَأْوَى نَأْوِي إِلَيْهِ That Allah has prepared for us, given us a place of residence. A place that we can return to and sleep in. وَرَزَقَنَا مَسْكَنًا نَسْكُنُ فِيهِ وَرَدَّنَا إِلَى الْمَنْزِلِ لِنَسْتَرِيحَ فِيهِ 
that you thank Allah before sleeping that Allah returned you back to your home returned you safely home that day back to your home back to your bed so you praise Allah for that قال الله تعالى ممتنًا على عباده بهذه النعمة Allah said in the Quran highlighting the blessing that is given us والله جعل لكم من بيوتكم سكنًا والله جعل لكم من بيوتكم سكنًا that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made for you from your homes a place to reside, a place to live. Allah has given you those places which protect you from the cold outside or maybe protect you from the heat outside and they give you privacy from the eyes of the people tasturukum min al-a'yun they give you privacy wa tajtami'una fiha antum wa man ta'ulun and you get together you and your families that you are responsible over wa fiha min al-masalih wal manafi' ma la yumkin al-ihatatu bih and there are very many great benefits in that home that Allah has given you that we cannot even enumerate, we cannot even count. Also, من الأوراد المأثورة عند النوم Another one of the du'as that a person can read when going to sleep ما ثبت في الصحيحين عن علي بن أبي طالب رضي الله عنه There is a hadith in Al-Bukhari and Muslim mentioned by Ali ibn Abi Talib radiyallahu anhu anna Fatimata radiyallahu anha atat al-Nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam tas'aluhu khadiman that she came to the Prophet Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Asking him And he said Ala ukhbiruki ma huwa khayrun laki minhu She was asking for a servant And the Prophet sallam said Shall I not tell you something better تسبحين الله عند منامك ثلاثا وثلاثين وتحمدين الله ثلاثا وثلاثين وتكبرين الله أربعا وثلاثين That when you go to sleep say سبحان الله 33 times 
and say Alhamdulillah 33 times and say Allahu Akbar 34 times. Qala Aliun radiyallahu anhu فَمَا تَرَكْتُهَا بَعْدِ فَمَا تَرَكْتُهَا بَعْدِ He said, I never left it after that. Every night he used to say it before going to sleep. So Ali ibn Abi Talib, he used to say this every night. Subhanallah 33 times Alhamdulillah 33 times Allahu Akbar 34 times So in this narration what did we see? Hadihi Fatima Bintu Rasulillah Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Wa radhiya anha Tashtaki ila Rasulillah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ma tuqasihi min al-tahn wal-saqi wal-khidma wa tas'aluhu an ya'atiyaha khadiman liyukhaffif anha ma tajiduhu min ta'bin wa mashakkatin fi tilka al-amal So Fatima came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asking him if he could give her a servant Somebody who could help her with the jobs and the chores. Because they were difficult, some of the jobs and the chores that need doing. So she came to ask the Prophet ﷺ if he could give her a servant. وَقَدْ رُوِيَ فِي سُنَنِ أَبِي دَاوُدِ عَنْ عَلِي رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ فِي وَصْفِ مَا كَانَتْ تَجِدُهُ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهَا مِنْ مَشَقَّةٍ في أعمالها المنزلية أنه قال إنها جرت بالرحى حتى أثرت في يدها واستقت بالقربة حتى أثرت في نحرها وكنست البيت حتى برت ثيابها In another narration it mentions how she used to do the various jobs around the house the cleaning etc and that it impacted upon her the dust would be upon her and her hands would be impacted uh, and so there was an impact upon her with all of these chores that she had to do so she went to the Prophet ﷺ asking if she could have a servant to help her with the chores فَأَرْشَدَهَا صَلَوَاتُ اللَّهِ وَسَلَامُهُ عَلَيْهِ إِلَى مَا هُوَ خَيْرٌ لَهَا مِنْ خَادِمٍ so the Prophet ﷺ directed her, indicated to her something better than having a servant. Shall I not inform you of something better than that? And this is فَلَمَّا تَهَيَّأَتْ نَفْسُهَا وَتَحَفَّزَتْ لِمَعْرِفَةِ هَذَا الْأَمْرِ الَّذِي هُوَ خَيْرٌ لَهَا مِنَ شَيْءٍ الَّذِي جَاءَتْ تَسْأَلُهُ قَالَ لَهَا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهِ وَسَلَّمَ So now when she was eager to hear what could be even better than what I was asking for, she was asking for a servant to help her out. 
The Prophet ﷺ is telling her, I'll give you something even better. So now she's keen to find out what is it even better. And that's when the Prophet ﷺ told her, تُسَبِّحِينَ اللَّهَ عِنْدَ مَنَامِكِ ثَلَاثًا وَثَلَاثِينَ That you say, Subhanallah, when going to sleep, 33 times. وَتَحْمَدِينَ اللَّهَ ثَلَاثًا وَثَلَاثِينَ And you praise Allah 33 times. وَتَكَبِّرِينَ اللَّهَ أَرْبَعًا وَثَلَاثِينَ and you make the takbir, say Allahu Akbar, 34 times. Meaning when you get to your bed, and you are in bed, then you say this, 33, 33, 34, so that makes all together how much? 100. فَفَرِحَتْ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهَا بِهَذَا الْخَيْرِ الْعَظِيمِ الَّذِي دَلَّهَا عَلَيْهِ النَّاصِحُ الْأَمِينَ صَلَوَاتُ اللَّهِ وَسَلَامُهُ عَلَيْهِ So she was very happy with this. Very happy what the Prophet ﷺ had told her about, about reading this. Subhanallah, alhamdulillah, Allahu Akbar at night before going to sleep. وَفَرِحَ بِهِ زَوْجُهَا عَلِي رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْ and her husband, Ali radiallahu anhu, was also very happy with this. Hatta he even said, Fama That I never left it after that. He would always recite it after that. Ay ba'da In another narration he said, فَمَا تَرَكْتُهُنَّ مُنذُ سَمِعْتُهُنَّ مِنْ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهِ وَسَلَّمُ He said, I never left saying that ever since I heard it from the Prophet ﷺ. So that is another thing that you can do when going to sleep. Say, Subhanallah, a hundred times. Subhanallah, how many times? 33, and Alhamdulillah. 33, and Allahu Akbar. 34. So that makes 100. The next one, Adhkarul Intibahi Min Al-Nawm. What you can read if you wake up from sleeping when you suddenly wake up maybe in the night or at some point when you wake up and you become conscious and aware after having been asleep then what can you say maybe sometimes you wake up in the middle of the night or you wake up at some point during the sleep suddenly wake up then what can you say لَقَدْ ثَبَتَ عَنِ النَّبِيِّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ أَذْكَارٌ مُتَنَوِّعَةٌ يشرع للمسلم أن يقولها عند الاستيقاظ من النوم وهي في الجملة مشتملة على إعلان التوحيد الله عز وجل والاستعاذة من الشيطان الرجيم وحمد الله سبحانه على حفظه للعبد وإعانته له على طاعته وذكره So there are several supplications that are mentioned a person can read when waking up. 
and many of them they talk about the tawheed of Allah and seeking protection from the shaytan ومن الأحاديث من الأحاديث ما رواه البخاري في صحيحه عن عبادة ابن الصامت رضي الله عنه There is a hadith in al-Bukhari narrated from Ibadat ibn al-Samit رضي الله عنه عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said من تعار من الليل فقال لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له له الملك وله الحمد وهو على كل شيء قدير الحمد لله وسبحان الله ولا إله إلا الله والله أكبر ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله ثم قال اللهم اغفر لي أو دعا استجيب فإن توضأ قبلت صلاته that the prophet وسلم, said when somebody suddenly wakes up in the middle of the night من تعار من الليل suddenly wake up in the night and he says لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له that there is no deity worthy of worship in truth except Allah. He alone with no partners. To him belongs all the kingdom, the dominion, and all of the praise. And he is the all capable over everything. Alhamdulillah. All praise is due to Allah. Subhanallah. And Allah is free of any deficiencies or shortcomings. وَلَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ And there is no deity worthy of worship and truth except He. وَاللَّهُ أَكْبَرُ And Allah is the greatest. وَلَا حَوْلَ وَلَا قُوَّةَ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ There is no might, no power except by Allah, by the permission of Allah. ثُمَّ قَالَ and then he says, Allahumma ghirli, oh Allah forgive me. Or he makes a dua, it will be answered. And if he makes wudu and prays, it will be accepted. So this is what a person reads if he suddenly wakes up in the middle of the night. And you can get up and make wudu and you can pray two raka'at. All of that is established for the person who wakes up suddenly in the middle of the night. وفي هذا الحديث فضل المبادرة إلى ذكر الله عز وجل والثناء عليه سبحانه عند الاستيقاظ من النوم. This narration indicates that when a person suddenly wakes up in the middle of the night, that it is appropriate for you to hasten to the remembrance of Allah. وَأَنْ يَكُونَ ذَلِكَ أَوَّلَ شَيْءٍ يَفْعَلُهُ الْمُؤْمِنُ عِنْدَ اسْتِقَاضِهِ 
and that the first thing a believer should do when waking up or suddenly waking up in the middle of the night is that you should do the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala over and above everything else as the first thing. وَهَذَا إِنَّمَا يَتَحَقَّقُ لِمَنْ أَلِفَ الذِّكْرِ وَتَعَوَّدَ عَلَيْهِ وَاسْتَأْنَسَ بِهِ And that is only really going to happen for somebody who has accustomed himself to the remembrance of Allah. That you have trained yourself to always do the remembrance of Allah. So when you wake up, then you remember straight away to do remembrance of Allah. Somebody who doesn't care, never does any dua, when you wake up, you're not going to remember to do any dua. But a person who regularly does dua, then that type of person will remember to do it as well if you wake up in the middle of the night. وَغَلَبَ عَلَيْهِ حَتَّى صَارَ حَدِيثَ نَفْسِهِ فِي نَوْمِهِ وَيَقَضَتِهِ So you are always upon the remembrance of Allah. Even when you're sleeping in your dreams, you're thinking about the remembrance of Allah. And when you're awake, you're thinking about that. فَإِنَّهُ إِذَا كَانَ شَأْنُهُ كَذَلِكَ فَإِنَّ أَوَّلَ شَأْنِ يَفْعَلُهُ عِنْدَ قِيَامِهِ مِنْ نَوْمِهِ وَالْمُبَادَرَةُ إِلَىٰ ذِكْرِ رَبِّهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَمْجِيدِهِ وَحَمْدِهِ وَالثَّنَاءِ عَلَيْهِ بِمَا هُوَ أَهْلُهُ So if you wake up in the middle of the night, the first thing that comes to your mind is to praise Allah and to thank Allah and do the remembrance of Allah. وَمَنْ كَانَ عَلَى هَذِهِ الْحَالِ فَهُوَ حَرِيٌّ بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ أَنْ يُعْطَى إِذَا سَأَلَ وَأَنْ يُسْتَجَابَ لَهُ إِذَا دَعَى So a person who is like that, constantly on the remembrance of Allah, then it is expected that his dua will be answered. And when he asks Allah for something that he'll be given, قَالَ ابْنُ بَطَّالِ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهِ وَعَدَ اللَّهُ عَلَى لِسَانِ نَبِيِّهِ صلى الله عليه وسلم أَنَّ مَنْ اسْتَيْقَضَ مِنْ نَوْمِهِ لَهْجًا لِسَانُهُ بِتَوْحِيدِ رَبِّهِ وَلِذَعَانِ لَهُ بِالْمُلْكِ وَلِعْتِرَافِ بِنِعَمِهِ يَحْمِدُهُ عَلَيْهَا وَيَنَزِّهُهُ عَمَّا لَا يَلِيقُ بِهِ يَسْتَجِيءُ يستبيحه the believers upon the tongue of the Prophet ﷺ, meaning the Prophet ﷺ informed us that a person who wakes up, like suddenly wakes up in the night and straight away the first thing he remembers is to do the dua to Allah, the remembrance to Allah. His tongue straight away goes to the remembrance of Allah, the tawheed of Allah. Recognition of the blessings of Allah, praising Allah, the dua, this one we've done now. The first thing he thinks is doing that. Then that type of person who has that habit and is accustomed to the remembrance of Allah, 
Even when waking up in the middle of the night, the first thing that comes to him is to do the remembrance of Allah. Then that type of person, Ibn Battal says, it is likely that his dua will be answered when he makes dua. And it is likely his prayer will be accepted if he then goes and makes wudu and prays. His dua will be answered and his prayer will be accepted. So it is upon a person to implement this. So the Prophet ﷺ mentioned, مَنْ تَعَارَّ مِنَ اللَّيْلِ Whoever wakes up suddenly in the middle of the night and then makes this supplication, لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ وَحْدَهُ لَا شَرِيكَ لَهُ لَهُ الْمُلْكُ وَلَهُ الْحَمْدُ وَهُوَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٌ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ سُبْحَانَ اللَّهِ وَلَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ وَاللَّهُ أَكْبَرُ وَلَا حَوْلَ وَلَا قُوَّةَ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ And then he makes dua seeking forgiveness or other dua, then it will be answered. And if he makes wudu and praise, it will be accepted. That's why the scholars, they say it is a sunnah. If you wake up with a nightmare, as they call it, if you wake up with a nightmare, as they call it, then one of the sunnah acts is to get up and make wudu and pray two raka'at. Get up and make wudu and pray two raka'at. That's mentioned in this hadith. The one who gets up and makes wudu, then his prayer will be accepted. Then also, إِنَّ مِنَ الْأَذْكَارِ الَّتِي يُشْرَعُ لِلْمُسْلِمِ قَوْلُهَا إِذَا اسْتَيْقَضَ مِنْ نَوْمِهِ One of the du'as which is legislated for a Muslim to say when he wakes up from sleeping is something mentioned in Sunan At-Tirmidhi, hadith of Abu Hurairah, radiyallahu anhu, that the Prophet said, When one of you wakes up, then say, That when you wake up, you say, All praise is due to Allah, the one who has afani fi jasadi, meaning given me good health in my body. All praise is due to Allah, the one who has given me good health and strength in my body, and has returned my soul to me, and has permitted me to do his remembrance. Because right now when you're saying this, you are doing the remembrance of Allah. So you say, as a gratitude to Allah, that Allah has permitted you to be able to do this remembrance of Him, returned your soul back to you, given you strength and good health, and that you can then make this dua. وَفِي هَذَا حَمْدُ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ عَلَى الْمُعَافَاتِ فِي الْجَسَدِ وَالسَّلَامَةِ مِنَ الْأَمْرَاضِ وَالْأَسْقَامِ So in this dua, you are thanking Allah, for giving you good health, giving you good health in your body, keeping you safe from illnesses and diseases. وَحَمْدِهِ سُبْحَانَهُ عَلَى رَدِّ الرُّوحِ عَلَى الْعَبْدِ لِيَتَمَكَّنَ مِنَ الزِّيَادَةِ فِي الطَّاعَةِ وَلِكْفَارِ مِنَ الْعِبَادَةِ 
والعنايه بالذكر and you praise Allah because Allah has returned your soul back to you and so you can continue upon the remembrance of Allah you can now do more dhikr you can do more dua Allah has returned your soul back to you and so you've woken up وَلِهَذَا قَالْ وَأَذِنَ لِي بِذِكْرِهِ And that's why it mentioned in the narration that he has permitted me to do his remembrance. He has permitted me to do the dua and the remembrance. أي وَفَّقَنِي لِذَلِكَ وَعَانَنِي عَلَيْهِ That he has given me that tawfiq to be able to do the worship and do the remembrance. He's given me that aid and assistance that I can do those things. وَالْمُرَادُ بِالْإِذْنِ هُنَا نعم. That Allah has given that permission to this person to be able to do those things. So this is a dua that you read when waking up. Alhamdulillah الَّذِي عَافَانِي فِي جَسَدِي All praise is due to Allah, the one who has given me strength and health in my body. وَرَدَّ عَلَيَّ رُوحِي and he has returned my soul to me. وَأَذِنَ لِي بِذِكْرِهِ And has permitted me to be upon his remembrance and continue upon that remembrance. عموماً الذي ينبغي على المسلم عند قيامه من نومه هو المبادرة إلى ذكر الله. Generally then what is required of a Muslim when you suddenly wake up from sleeping or when you wake up from sleeping generally is that you hasten to the remembrance of Allah as the first thing. You hasten to the remembrance of Allah as the first thing. <coughs> and that you make wudu and you pray. You make wudu and you pray upon awakening. And that is as a means of giving a good start and making your day blessed for you. وَلِيَكُونَ فِيهِ نَشِيطًا ذَا هِمَّةٍ عَالِيَةٍ وَحِرْصٍ And so that you begin from the very beginning of your day with energy, going there, making wudu, praying, starting actively from the beginning of your day. عَلَى الْخَيْرِ Upon goodness. وَلِيَسْلَمْ بِذَلِكَ مِنَ الْكَسَلِ وَخُبْثِ النَّفْسِ And so that you avoid being lazy and starting off in a lazy way, rather you start off upon that energy. It's mentioned in the hadith of Al-Bukhari and Muslim. There is a hadith in Sahih Al-Bukhari and Sahih Muslim. Hadith of Abu Hurairah, radiyallahu anhu. يعقد الشيطان على قافية رأس أحدكم إذا هو نام فلا فعقد. The shaytan ties three knots upon you when you sleep. 
The shaitan ties three knots on you when you sleep. يَضْرِبُ عَلَى كُلِّ عُقَدَةٍ مَكَانَهَا Every one of those three knots is in its place. Three knots tied on you. And then he says, عَلَيْكَ لَيْلٌ طَوِيلٌ You have a long night. فَرْقُدْ Lie down, sleep. فَإِنِ اسْتَيْقَضَ فَذَكَرَ اللَّهِ But then when a person wakes up and the first thing he does is the remembrance of Allah, that unties one of the knots. فَإِذَا فَإِنِ اسْتَيْقَضَ فَذَكَرَ اللَّهِ إِنْ حَلَّتْ عُقْدَهِ فَإِنْ تَوَضَّأَ إِنْ حَلَّتْ عُقْدَهِ If he then gets up and goes and makes wudu, that unties the second knot. فَإِنْ صَلَّى إِنْ حَلَّتْ عُقْدَهِ إِنْ حَلَّتْ عُقَدُهُ كُلُّهَا If he then goes and prays, then the last one is untied. All of them are now untied. فَأَصْبَحَ نَشِيطًا طَيِّبَ النَّفْسِ So then the person wakes up with energy and active in a good way. وَإِلَّا أَصْبَحَ خَبِيثَ النَّفْسِ كَسْلَانِ Otherwise... If you don't do any of that, you don't do the remembrance of Allah, you don't get up and make wudu, you don't pray, you miss your fajr, then that person will wake up later even though you think you've slept more now and you're more relaxed and you've got more sleep. The reality is you will wake up in a bad way and in a lazy feeling way because the knots have not been untied. So that is a narration mentioned in Al-Bukhari and Muslim. So a person should remember that at the time of Fajr you wake up, wake up upon the remembrance of Allah. And then make the wudu and then pray. And that unties the knots and gives you energy for the morning, energy for the day, as opposed to being lazy for the day. The same hadith is mentioned in the Musnad of Imam Ahmad. Same thing that there are three knots. فَإِنِ اسْتَيْقَضَ فَذَكَرَ اللَّهِ إِنْ حَلَّتْ عُقْدَهِ فَإِذَا قَامَ فَتَوَضَّأَ إِنْ حَلَّتْ عُقْدَهِ فَإِذَا قَامَ إِلَى الصَّلَاةِ إِنْ حَلَّتْ عُقَدُهُ كُلُّهَا When he gets up and he does the remembrance of Allah, one knot is untied. Then he goes and makes wudu, another knot is untied. He prays, all of the knots are then untied. وَقَدْ دَلَّ هَذَانِ الْحَدِيثَانِ عَلَىٰ أَنَّ الشَّيْطَانِ يَعْقُدْ عَلَىٰ مُؤَخَّرْ رَأْسِ الْإِنسَانِ عِنْدَمَا يَنَامْ فَلَاثَ حُقَدٍ So these two narrations highlight that the shaytan ties up these three knots at the back of your head when you're sleeping. And then the shaytan tries to convince you to sleep. Relax and sleep. عَلَيْكَ لَيْلٌ طَوِيلٌ Twice to tell you there's a long time, the night is long. فَرْقُدْ تَخْذِيلًا لِلْإِنسَانِ وَتَثْبِيطًا لَهُ وَنَقْضًا لِهِمَّتِهِ وَعَزِيمَتِهِ 
So the shaitan tries to convince you, relax and sleep, sleep. There's a long time, go into deep sleep and relax. Doesn't want you to get up for the fajr prayer. Trying to convince you, sleep long. And so he tries to reduce your energy level so that you're not going to get up for fajr. فَإِذَا ذَكَرَ الْعَبْدُ رَبَّهُ But if you wake up and you remember Allah and do the dhikr straight away, then one of the knots is untied. When you make wudu, another one is untied. And when you go pray, all of them are untied. And so your energy level goes up for that day. You wake up with activity and energy as opposed to waking up with laziness. وَجَاءَ فِي نَصٍ آخَرٍ أَنَّ الشَّيْطَانِ قَدْ يَعْقُدْ عَلَى مَوَاضِعِ الْوُضُوءِ مِنَ الْمُسْلِمِ فَإِذَا قَامَ وَتَوَضَّأَ إِنْ حَلَّتْ عَنْهُ تِلْكَ الْعَقَدِ In another narration it mentions that the shaytan ties the knots on you on the places where you make wudu. On the places where you make wudu, he ties knots on those places. But when you get up and you go make wudu, and you wash all of those parts, as you wash along, then they untie the knots. But a person who doesn't get up and doesn't pray fajr, wakes up with those knots tied on him. So, it is very important for a person to remember uh, regarding the adhkar and the remembrance of Allah in another hadith it mentions إِذَا إِسْتَيْقَضَ أَحَدُكُمْ مِنْ مَنَامِهِ فَلْيَتَوَضَّ وَلْيَسْتَنْفِرْ فَلَافَ مَرَّاتِ فَإِنَّ الشَّيْطَانِ يَبِيتُ عَلَى خَيْشُومِهِ أو خَيَاشِيمِهِ that when you wake up from sleeping, make wudu and blow out your nose three times because the shaitan sleeps on your nostrils because that is a direct way into your heart. The nostrils are directly into your body so the shaitan sleeps on your nostrils perhaps because of the direct access to your heart as some of the scholars have mentioned. So the hadith says when you wake up, then blow out your nose. Because during the night the shaitan has been sleeping on your nostrils. In another narration, Huh? The hadith, it's in uh, Bukhari 3295, <coughs> Bukhari 3295, and Muslim 238. The scholars have mentioned that these kinds of things, the shaitan tying the knots, etc., and sleeping on your nostrils, etc. You can avoid all of this. How? The du'as before sleeping, if you are somebody who is regular with your adhkar, you do the du'as before sleeping, you do the ones at waking up, 
May Allah protect you from all of these knots being tied in you in the first place. Protect you from the shaitan coming to you in the first place. Do the proper supplications, everything before going to sleep, all the ones we mentioned before. Then that protects you from these uh, events being mentioned in these narrations. A person who is lazy and doesn't bother to wake up and carries on sleeping, carries on sleeping, misses the Fajr prayer, doesn't bother to get up, carries on sleeping, then what happens? The shaitan urinates in his ear. And that is mentioned in a hadith in Al-Bukhari and Muslim. Hadith of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, radiyallahu anhu qal, ذُكِرَ رَجُلٌ عِنْدَ النَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهِ وَسَلَّمْ نَامَ حَتَّى أَصْبَحَ A man was mentioned to the Prophet ﷺ, he overslept and just slept, missed the fajr. ذَاكَ رَجُلٌ بَالَ الشَّيْطَانُ فِي أُذُنَيْهِ أو قال في أذنه. Prophet ﷺ said, that is a man who the shaitan has urinated in his ears or in his ear. فَيُصْبِحُ وَالْعُقَدْ كُلُّهَا كَهَيْئَتِهَا so that person wakes up, he's not bothered to get up for Fajr, he wakes up and the shaitan has urinated in his ears and he's got all the knots still tied up as well. All the knots still tied up as well and the shaitan has urinated in his ear. So this indicates the importance of making sure that a person guards over his remembrance and guards over the night du'as and the morning du'as so that is where we're going to round off on today we'll leave the last section for any questions now no this can be fajr prayer as well it's the fajr prayer too you get up you do your dhikr it could be the two sunnah of fajr most likely the first one even if you are late but in time for fajr still you get up you do your uh, wudu you go pray your fajr you've done it all you've done it all now because there is no other prayer anyway. If you wake up after Fajr time has come in, there is only two sunnah of Fajr or Fajr, that's it. No other nafal prayer. <coughs> Before Fajr, you mean? It applies still. This is not specific to Fajr. Maybe a person wakes up early to pray the night prayer. That is common, that is in the sunnah. So if you got up earlier, do your dhikr, do your wudu, and start praying your night prayer, then that's included. You've done it. You've done everything. Mm. All right. Remember this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, there's the conference in Birmingham. Monday night, it's going to start 6.30 p.m. Two lectures. And there'll be like five lectures on Tuesday and five on Wednesday, full days different lectures about families, about Islamic families, Islamic house, Islamic household, how the children should be, what they should be learning when they're growing up, those types of topics. So make an effort to try and go for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or however many days you can go to the conference in Birmingham in Small Heath. 
Uh, and next week we'll carry on with this on Saturday, insha'Allah ta'ala. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.